we're Ramones of the Day, and this is Daytime Dilemma. One, two, three, four. Welcome to Ramones of the Day, the podcast examining every Ramones song alphabetically from 53rd to the word zero. I'm Molly. And I'm Philip. And today we have a very esteemed guest. John Ross Bowie. Hello. John Ross Bowie is joining us uh, as the writer of the new play coming out in July called Four Chords and a Gun. Correct. About the Ramones during their time recording the album End of the Century with Phil Spector. That's We're correct. We're very pleased to have him on. Thank you again for joining us. Thrilled to be here. Awesome. So today we are discussing the song Daytime Dilemma, a.k.a. Dangers of Love. Yes. From Too Tough to Die, uh, written by Joey and Daniel Ray. That's right. And I give it a song category of love. Because it has the word love in the title. <laughs> I, don't, I don't have to justify myself to you. Controversial. <laughs> Controversial, but... Controversial! Would you have a, do you have another... I don't at all. You no, you're no? absolutely right. <laughs> no, it's, I, 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 it's funny. About that title, I always think of this as Dangers of Love. Yeah. Because he says it so many times. Yeah. But I feel like they looked at the album and like, we got two danger songs on here. We can't call oh, that's Danger funny. Love and Danger Zone. It's like, what uh, What other things do we say in there? It's like, well, uh, Daytime Dilemma is pretty good. Yeah, sure. Okay, Daytime all Dilemma. Right. Yeah, all right. Is Daytime I've, Dilemma in the actual words of the song? Yeah. Dilemma. It's, it's over the chorus. Oh, it's over the chorus. Okay, okay. And, the and thank you for there. listening. Uh, <laughs> Got it. No, no, but it's hard to make out. It's, no, it, it is. Because, I, I mean, it's not in the lyrics. It is not, and said, I really... it is not said as much as the dangers of love. Yeah. No. Uh, and I'm not sure what exactly a daytime dilemma, like what is the dilemma of daytime? What's well, it have to do with I don't really think, danger? it feels like they're writing like, it was all a dream song or something. <laughs> oh, I like... always took it to mean, and this is 30 years of thought on the matter, um, <laughs> I, I always took it to mean um, it was like a story that had happened to somebody they knew and it was like something on a daytime drama. It was like on some kind of soap that's opera. That's good. Um, because it's... Um, that's uh, good. She caught her with another. It turned out it was her mother. What a tragedy. You know, just like that kind of... It seems so There like you go. Creepy. I've always I thought it was a right. soap opera thing. All right. So category of soap opera. I found this very surprising. My favorite category of played live. Okay. Never played by, live by the Ramones. Oh. So very surprised to hear that. Very, I, very surprised. You think that. they should have played it? Or oh, they hell yeah. It's great. Oh, okay. I love this song. And it seems oh, like, okay, great. I don't know, it seems like one of the more rockin' songs. And and Molly and I have had this, like, as we've been going on, we've, whenever we express surprise about this, we almost wonder if it seems to more happen in the later period when it's like you've amassed 20 songs you're going to have to play. Right. And Some stuff just going to fall off. Chew off the new record. That's yeah. it. Yeah. yeah. So yeah. this just wasn't one of them. I still find it a little surprising just because. That they wouldn't have played it even one time. I always find surprising. Yeah. You know? Yeah. Give it a shot. Because well, you liked it enough to put it on a record. Well, it's a dense record. And they mm. also, uh, they you know, there's a lot of great songs on this record that they didn't do live. Um, I never saw them do Howling at the Moon. And I saw them just a couple records off after this, you know. Well, it, brings, it. it brings in maybe part of the reason uh, is my other fact about it. <laughs> Uh, was that I liked how politically correct this was written. It was like, Daniel Ray helped out a lot with the guitar part. And so I wonder if on those tracks oh, where... Oh, because Johnny this couldn't is the guy, play it. Yeah. Oh, interesting. I mean, maybe, or wouldn't. You know, however you oh, want to sure, say it. Oh, sure, wouldn't. Yeah, but I mean, right. that might be a component of it. It might also be the fact that well, if it's written by Joey and Daniel Ray and it doesn't have Johnny in there, 
it maybe doesn't get a vote. Totally. To maybe. get in. No, and I mean, in, in the Melneck book, not to keep mm-hmm. referencing it, but Please. it's the one I read most recently. Yeah. Um, he does talk about how, like, there's one moment where Johnny just says, like, I don't care what we do, but as long as I don't have to change my style. Yeah. You know what I mean? And it just felt like, because, like, that's what I do, and I don't know how to do anything else. And it's like, as long as I can do my thing, I don't care. So it makes sense that, it, like, if he had to change his style to do something live, they would be like, well, we're just not going to play that one. Then. Well, yeah. jump ahead a few years to I Want to Live Off Halfway to Sanity. Mm-hmm. It starts with a uh, really kind of haunting but but picked um, intro. Um, it's the first song off that record. Yeah. Um, and... Um, it's the dun, 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 and but when they did it live, it was just chords, and uh, yeah, and it was it was it, I I liked both versions, the live version which you can find on a couple, it's on Loco Live, it might even be on We're Out of Here, mm. um, it's um, it has its own merits, um, without the sort of moody almost jangle guitar pop of the of the studio version, so th- there was a precedent, or at least there were examples of Johnny doing a song just not the way it sounds on the record sure, sure. um and I, I don't know why he wouldn't have done it for this one because it's it's you could see this one just enough. killing live yeah. too it's got that great you know all the great backup vocals at the end and yeah. do you it's think fun do you think part of it might even be the 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 long-standing fact that they just never had that hit single so if this had been a hit single you know it pulls it up so it's like oh we gotta play that song but you'd think that like if we're if we were all like existing that we could have a time machine and we could go back to 1986 mm-hmm. to somehow also influence the set list and then go to that <laughs> oh, we would might go dream. crazy for like oh my god they're doing I keep saying dangers of love they're doing dangers of love you know like it's that like it could have been those things but we're also applying 30 years of history to it and right. thinking like oh well that yeah that would have been great but who knows I don't know I don't know why they wouldn't. Uh, uh, I, I, yeah, really, yeah. I, I was going to say um, there's like a piano breakdown in this yes. song um, oh the slide yeah the yeah, slide I the piano that. slide which is like really fun which and unlike them I often, br- I often bring up my now six year old son he's taken piano lessons one of the things you can do even at six is that piano slide because I mean it's just you just drag your hand across it for sure uh, yes. so, so uh, yeah, I, I like that. Sorry, guys with hooks. <laughs> Actually, guy with hook, guy with hook could do it even easier because you don't, you have nothing sticky. <laughs> nothing it's very, very good. Point. It's the blessing. That's why pirates are so good at piano. Uh, the piano is possibly played by a man named Bentmouth Tench. A founding member of Tom and Petty the Heartbreakers. and the Heartbreakers. Oh, That's my him? goodness! Yes. You know what's so funny? Supposedly, so my I, note on this song is: this song sounds like a Tom Petty song. Wow, that was what I literally wrote on my piece of paper. Why do you think it sounds? Because you you feel that bent mouth touch. Um, it maybe no, it just <laughs> it has that vibe. It's like a rock song, but it's that it's that. Hmm, I don't even know how to sum up a Tom Petty song well, exactly, no, t- but that's okay, well, literally what I wrote. Tom Petty does often write those things about like it about a girl. I mean that's not so. Yeah, that's a good point. But about like this one girl who went through this experience. I'm not even talking about lyrics. I'm just talking about sonic oh, tapestry. Son- really? You know what I mean? Yeah, definitely. Okay. Like, if I didn't know this was the Ramones I heard on the radio, I'd be like, oh, what's this Tom Petty hmm. thing happening here? See, what I, I hear, and and given that it's a Tommy production, mm-hmm. uh, uh, and he's worked with The Replacements a couple of years ago, I hear The Replacements in oh, the song. Oh, that's interesting. Yeah, that, I hear like, that. that sort of swaggering guitar, that bam, 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 bam. That's a yeah, very totally. Replacements, Paul Westerberg kind of thing. And he'd, he'd produced Tim two, three years beforehand. So I, I hear, even though it's a Joey and Daniel song, I hear a lot of the replacements production. in it. Yeah. Um, you can uh, see the DNA in there. Yeah, exactly. Um, but the, the Tom Petty thing also makes sense. 
Um, as you said, he he does these little character studies about women. That's last yeah. chance for Mary, last chance for Mary Jane, American and Girl. Don't come right here anymore, American Girl. Yeah, yeah those definitely. are all. That's interesting. Huh. That's very interesting. But I never would have picked up at a, outside of of the piano player. I, I, I didn't think of it that way. Interesting. I can see that. Great. Um, uh, transitioning into our feelings, um, I really like the buildup. We were talking about the buildup earlier yeah. to uh, Danny Says. This is like one of the other times it feels like that's residual DNA from the Phil Spector thing, that little breakdown of the what went wrong, she yeah. could, until it was like, Everybody gets a little slower, and then the piano picks them up again. And then, like you say, they went. Maybe they went to seventy-five, right? <laughs> but then back to hundred. Yeah. And it's just, I always get a kick out of that part. It's not long enough for me. I always wow. like that part. Great. Yeah. Is there a part where they actually use the Phil Spector beat in this song, where they go doom, doom, doom? It's that part. Doom. Yeah. Um, it's that part. Is it that part? Or is yeah. It, it's the, there's like well, two bridges in well, that song. Well, yeah. There's that what went wrong, she could. But there's also Keep telling lies. Uh, uh, I think it's both parts. Just, I think it's both um, parts. And so I that's, didn't think about that. It is that's the, a, that's the, the Phil Spector baby, my baby. Uh, yeah. uh, the doom, 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 snare, doom, 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 snare, which is which is a Phil signature and yeah. is used to great effect by a bunch of other artists. But that could be some sort of fallout from the the Spectre sessions. Yeah. I uh, adore the song. It was my this and Howling at the Moon are my two favorite songs off this record, and mm. they start side two. Mm-hmm. Um, and it's uh, it's just so fun. It's such a sing-along. It um, is really good. I love it when it comes up on, uh, on it only ever comes up on my iPod Shuffle because the radio never plays it. Um, yeah, but, well. <laughs> uh, but how is this not a radio hit? Listen to that fucking thing. I, I, I was wondering that myself, and there's a couple songs. Like Part of me thinks it was like, okay, I can see how these aren't radio hits just because of the way that, you know, history does, all that and, stuff. Yeah, sure. But there's the, there's songs like this that I'm like, boy, it's right there, you guys. Like, if the cars yeah. get behind this, this is yeah. this is hit number one. Yeah. That's always, but totally. okay, absolutely should have produced them at some point. Oh, yeah, that's and a great that could have been a game changer. That could have been a game changer. put a lot of people on the goddamn map. Wow. That's and true. it didn't work necessarily thought. for the Bad Brains, but it, that's Weezer, that's um, yeah. uh, a bunch of bands that he produced in the early 90s that really he gave a certain sound to them it's a and pop rock big pop sound. rock but like not afraid of a big guitar sound mm-hmm. and a big chewy guitar sound yeah. like, like Johnny and Rick Ocasek both favored that's a great thought that would have mm-hmm. been a that would have been amazing and if we get that time machine going uh, <laughs> we gotta, yeah, I think it's gonna get a fucking workout yeah um do you want to go on record with this? I, feel like I love it. Oh, love this song. It really, it's been one of my favorites for 30 plus years. You know, I I, I can't believe I'm going to say this, but really? I don't really like it as much as you guys love it. Interesting. Okay. Um, and it is a Joey Ramone song. You understand that Joey Ramone is in this song. I know. He's I know. a prominent part of this, I Molly. know. I just feel like it's like, it's okay. I know. Is it crazy? Maybe because I didn't no, no. like I didn't no. listen to the song when I was like a teenager or something. But um, that's a huge factor part of it. Because this yeah, is yeah. like um, uh, the late Sasha Petrosky, a, a mixologist who died a couple of years ago, um, was a summer camp buddy of mine and threw this on a tape for me before I, I had this record. You have a lot of summer camp. Uh, yeah, for the Ramones. I love um, that. Perfect. Well, yeah. I, went to, I went to summer camp in the Northeast, you know, sure. and and uh, it um, it. Uh, I'm sorry to name drop it, but I got to give him a shout out. He's not with us anymore, and I, I was like, "What? It, this is amazing!" Because yeah, that's a that's off the most recent Ramones record. I'm like, "This is so good, my mm. God!" Mm. Um, so I have wonderful summertime associations with this song. Awesome. Um, so that that probably biases me somewhat. I I will say that it doesn't just by my own association of 
I came to this album much later. Okay. Um. So in my twenties. Okay. And yeah. Just and and I and I think because I, I sort of followed cultural. I was like, well, you get the first four and that's it. You know. Right. Um. But then when I started like venturing out and found Too Tough to Die, especially Too Tough to Die. Yeah. Like, oh, this this is like the the diamond, the, the missing diamond, and this was one of the ones that I really gravitated towards too. Awesome. Uh, officially though, are you saying you just like it? Or I like it. All right, fine. It's, I mean, I know. I definitely know. It's no brain drain, you guys. <laughs> Every time. That's the standard. Uh, do you have a, do We're you not have giving f- up for Pet cemetery. <laughs> we're not giving up for Merry Christmas, baby. No, I don't want to fight tonight. We just haven't got harsh motherfuckers, man. No, Asterix Pet cemetery is good. Asterix. We're saving it. We're saving it for there, but the way that the alpha the alphabet has not been kind to brain drain. That's okay. A lot of the A's and B's we have covered are like, boy. And it's always sandwiched between songs that are like, oh my God, these are like the best remote songs ever. And then it's like... Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Hilarious. Uh, you got a most valuable Ramon, Molly Hale? Joey. <laughs> even after all that, even after you broke his heart? Well, he's he's making it he's making it palatable. Okay. John? Tommy. Tommy. Tommy nice. the producer. Tommy I the like producer's seat. Tommy the former Ooh. Ramon in the producer's seat, knowing uh, that piano would be great for that break. Yeah. Um, giving sure. what I, I hear as that sort of replacement swagger to it. Mm-hmm. Um, Tommy uh, MVR. Gonna change your answer. I'm writing in pen here. I don't care. I'm changing my answer. Okay. I'm gonna go with the guests. Oh. Tommy. Okay. Fantastic. Let's, let's double team Tommy on this one. All right. Well, I oh, I God. was at horrible image. <laughs> <laughs> I was actually going to take Joey, so it all evens out for awesome. you. It's a it's it's a wash. Great. Uh, but I but I think uh, I I've always liked his. It's not maybe like the greatest vocal performance, but I feel like there is heart in there, and oh, maybe yeah. maybe because what we were saying earlier about Danger Zone that he didn't have that many songs on here. The ones that he did, I don't know if I'm reading too much into it, but I feel like there's a little extra put into it, sure. and and I, I picked that up tonight. So yeah, yeah. I like it. No, it's a great performance. I like his his vocals on "Chasing the Night," which is another one he, yeah. he co-wrote, are really nice too. But um, uh, with Busta Cherry Jones. Uh, whoever the fuck that is. Um, <laughs> what? No, I, I don't know. I don't know. Um, but uh, but yeah, I, I uh, Joey's vocals are, are really fun on this one. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Any other last... Four and a half minutes long, too. My God. What yeah. is up there. This is fucking roundabout. This is uh, <laughs> this is uh, Stairway to Heaven, the yeah. full version. It is, not, guys. it is not their longest song, uh, but I didn't I didn't figure out where it falls. What is their longest their song? Their longest song is uh, Bye Bye Baby. From, really? From, from uh, Halfway Brave? to Sanity. Oh, you're right. Yeah. You're Halfway right. to Sanity. It's, but, it, but I mean, it by a smidge. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I can't remember now. It's like It's like 440. That's really and it long. should have been less than 440. No, it yeah. doesn't need to be that long. <laughs> no, yeah, there's no long. But this one, it's, it's a girl group song. It should be two and a half. Sure. It well, really, this, it sounds like the Renettes. Just talking about this song, again, um, it's interesting that like, oftentimes, especially in the early part, it's like they wrote one little bit of a song and that was enough for a song. You know, but this song you could have gotten like 1976. Ramones could have gotten three songs. Out that's of a great way to put it. That what went wrong part was like yeah. let's just do what went wrong and then we're gonna do the dangers of love and then we're gonna do that one that's sort of a story and like and they're just different riffs. Honestly, they, one of my problems with this song is that it is so long and it's really? like. What? Like it just seems like it's like this like crazy story. Like <laughs> it was the mother. Like <laughs> you know, you don't say anything incorrect. I again, I, I've I've pled my emotional bias about the song, but you're not empirically wrong. No. <laughs> in that's, criticizing the content. That's the best part about going through these guys is like is like you've got facts and you've got heart. 
neither one they can be contrary they yeah. actually don't necessarily contradict each other no. like, yeah yeah look, they can both be true look, this sucks it's also, great also i just completely really valid. quickly before we uh, yeah, get out of here uh, louis shots. on youtube oh uh, youtube correspondent louis salerno said that he thought this was by far the most underrated ramon song and there was a lot of comments actually that a lot of people thought this was kind of like one of those songs that should have gotten more play than it did so i, I think a lot of people out there feel the way that i would you guys agree do. with louis yeah. I, I mean, I don't know if I'd say the most or whatever, but yeah. but in terms of the fact that well, I was surprised that like it you, wasn't that they, his favorite song, but that it was the most underrated. And that they didn't play know. it live speaks yeah. to the underrated. Yeah, definitely. Yeah. yeah. Maybe even by the band it was underrated. Maybe. You know? Are there any covers? Uh, I didn't look up any I did, covers. I didn't find any. There, there are some, but I didn't find any like prominent right. one. Oh, wait. No, I'm, I'm very sorry. Uh, I could be wrong, but I think uh, Pearl Jam actually covered this. Really? Yes. And Good the Ramones them. toured with Pearl Jam. Uh, a little bit. Yeah. With Lollapalooza stuff. Oh, well, I thought they actually went on tour with that for a little while. Didn't somebody cover the whole record? Like, where's yes. the sprinkler did all of End of the Century? Did somebody do all of She's yes. Up to Die? I, I didn't write it down, Should but yes, they did. for another episode. Yeah. But yeah, uh, like... I'm gonna say the first eight albums are all have all been covered extensively. Track for track. Yeah, when I was in a band called Egghead in the '90s, that was that was happening. They were making those records, and I sure. feel like the Groovy Ghoulies did one. And it was mm-hmm. like a lot of those pop punk bands that Fish around would that do time. it. Like their Halloween show was always like, "We're gonna do all Exile on Main Street." Oh, oh yeah. no, sure, yeah, but specifically the Ramones. Oh, specifically, specifically the, Ramones. the Ramones. They would record and release entire, uh, and so there's a whole end of the century cover album wow. by Boris the Sprinkler uh, from Green Bay. Um, who were up. a terrific, just a powder cake live act, really fun pop punk act from the mid '90s who reunite occasionally. And uh, I don't know if they got as far. They did like the first five or six. I don't know if they got as far as "Too Tough to Die." Um, Big was the album good? That cover album, or like is it something? It's fun. Trying, you know? It's it's a really raw version of, of "End of the Century." You know? Cool. Um, with uh, with you know there's it, the the singer uh, who goes by Reverend Norb is no Joey Ramone in the vocals depor- department, but mm. there's a lot oh, of charm, is. and it's a it's a love letter. It's cool. A, it's a really I mean, fun listen, fan you're talking to some Ramones nerds here, so I'll probably go listen to it later. <laughs> yeah, find it. It's hard to find, but you can find it. Yeah. Okay. Okay. Cool. Well, uh, no. Any any last things? Those are great. No? I think you're taking us out. Great. Oh. Please do. So thank you so much for joining us again today. And if you're new, welcome. Please follow us on Twitter <laughs> at Ramones Podcast. And if you would like to know more about the upcoming Ramones Play happening in July, you can go to Twitter at... At Ramones Play LA. At Ramones Play LA. Next time we will be discussing Death of Me on Ramones of the Day. Ramones of the Day.